Hey everybody, this is Willie here. Welcome to episode two of Grown and Childish. My name is Willie and I'm grown. My name Kiki and I'm childish. And I'm Willie and I'm also childish. I'm Kiki and I'm grown. What's going on, Kiki? You doing all right today? Yes, I am. The day is almost over and I'm excited because guess what? I'm off from work work and it was a long week. I understand. Well, we had a short week, you know, so do you do anything over the weekend, last weekend? I know you did. You always going somewhere. <laughs> yes, I did. I actually went to Baltimore and um, D.C. and Laurel College Park, blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm just naming little areas that's around there. Shout out to Lily for being my hey, tour Lily. guide. <laughs> hey Lily's actually a very good friend of ours back from college days uh, sweet as she could be um, I haven't seen her in years but it is good that you know when you have people who've been in your life for that long that you can reconnect with so shout out to Lily she's a sweet sweet person and still sweet yes and um, we had you know I had fun did a little exploring um, that was my second time going to DC, but this time I got to explore more. Last time I did more like field trip stuff, go to museums. And I always knew it was a lot of Africans, but hmm, I literally was like, okay, am I in America or Africa? Which one is it? Because it's Africa down up there for real. But um, yes, just you know. I'm feeling I'm good, surprised. y'all. I had a nice um holiday, and it was just great spending time with friends and meeting new people. What about you? Well, I went out to Tallahassee um, this weekend. On Memorial Day was my great aunt's birthday on my father's side, and it was my grandmother's birthday as well since they were twins. This is the grandmother, if you know me personally, who passed away in 2019, and she was sort of the, her passing was sort of like a blessing and a curse for me. Mm-hmm. Um, just to give a little insight, this was the grandmother who passed away that with her passing or her about to pass, uh, actually got me and my father to link up after 20 some years and not, you know, you know, not, know, well, we knew, we knew about each other, but you know, stuff happens in families and stuff like that. We got drifted apart, but it was the way we and him, we got linked up. So on one, when I think about it, you know, I, I realize I'm really blessed because yes, I did lose my grandmother in the process and that part hurt. But I reconnected with a side of my family deeply that I didn't know about before. So, you know, I found out, you know, where my dad was, that he was safe. He was okay. Um, I had sisters I never knew about until I was like 29. Uh, Found out I had a niece and nephew. So, you know, if you're with me on social media, that's all y'all see now is like photos of my niece and nephew. Because that was the link up that we had. Losing, I lost somebody, but God, you know. Bless you with some other. I gained somebody. So, you know, it was a good weekend, a good reflection weekend. Anytime we go out there, we usually travel as a, a family, me, my dad, my sisters, my niece and nephew. We just ride out there to go see her. So it was a beautiful weekend seeing my cousins and all that. Shout out to Dale, Miss Keith, all those people. You know, it was just good being around family. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm glad you I, I ain't weekend. like you. No, I ain't like good. you though. You know, you big money, y'all. See, y'all don't understand. Kiki got deep pockets. That girl be everywhere. Jamaica, no, no, Italy, don't do that. No, don't do China. that. I'm gonna say, y'all, I have a traveling spirit. Don't do that because when I was no, 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 when I was on men making minimum wage, my ass was still trying to go like, yes, let's slide, <laughs> let's slide. 
Let's go. And y'all know minimum wage in Florida wasn't nothing. But there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that at all. There's nothing wrong with going out and traveling. That's why I told you in the last episode, I'm proud of you. Seeing you do your thing makes me want to do my thing. So there's nothing wrong with that. I tease you about it a lot. Because every time I look, you are somewhere. Everywhere. Don't do Carmen San Diego-ish. <laughs> Don't you got to put a little marker on you to see where you're going. But I'm proud of you, though. So, back, you know, oh, I, you, I remember you. back then, they used to be like, I used to be using them financial aid checks. Bye. We finna go for <laughs> financial aid check. Let me tell you real quick. Hey, don't don't say this. Hey, this is for record. Don't mention that. No, Online no, no. I remember. Buy it, look, buy it, just hide it, uh, 80,000 more, 8,000 more people and put 80 more billion dollars into, look, all right, you're going to get a letter. And a, no, no, y'all. I, I'm just can saying, we, I can we talk to you, okay. ma'am? No. Miss Kiki, can we talk to you? We want some of that money. <laughs> No, it ain't nothing like that. Y'all had this roommate, and I remember all of us had got our financial aid money, honey, around the same time. When I tell you we was going out every day like we was the Kardashians or something, baby, we was in Texas Roadhouse, and whoa, what's what's the one they cook in front of you? When they cook in front of Kotobukis, whatever. We was in all the little yang-yang places. We just was like, y'all, that financial aid nigga Niggas. had you feeling like you a darn... Oprah, Oprah relative. Niggas. <laughs> Niggas. I guess that's how people be feeling when they get that PP, what PP loan, PPE loan, whatever. That's how I felt when I got that financial aid check. Huh. Ain't getting me gross nothing. Anywho, what are we talking about today, Kiki? All right. So, um, y'all. Y'all heard about this father getting on the bus, <laughs> cussing mm, the kids yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, daughter, yeah, child know. was getting bullied. Mm, I, I looked into that a little bit on Instagram. I guess a father came onto the bus. It was like a video that went viral. A father went um, onto the bus because his child was getting bullied. The kids were saying, well, she was bullying people first, and it started an uproar. Um... And then, you know, well, uproar from the parents initially, because obviously they wonder what grown man came up there on the bus. And these are like little, these aren't high school kids or middle school kids. These, to me, look like little elementary kids. Somebody was crying so, in the background. You know, well, I mean, you know, they, you know, they're scared. They don't know what's going on. That's a, you know, like an intense environment for a child. That's mm-hmm. very intense. Um, and then you got, you know, the dad, he's on news saying, well, my child was getting bullied and she's coming to me crying and she was getting bullied. So. You know, I can see that situation from both sides. Um, I don't have any kids. I have a decent nephew and I have some godchildren and people, kids who think I'm their father because they're always asking me for stuff. But anyway, but I love them. I love every last one of them. <laughs> but, you know, I can understand from a parent situation, though. Um, if I have a child, my child's coming off the bus and they're telling me, hey, I'm getting bullied. And from what I from what I read, it's like it was a constant thing. So I think the dad had enough of it. And got on the bus and decided to approach, handle the situation himself. Um, you're just trying to protect your kid, you know, in that particular situation. On the flip hand, though, you're at parent, you're at work or waiting for your child to come home. And next thing you hear about this whole commotion where this grown adult came in and was confrontational to your kid and other kids, too. Um, I can look at it from that parent's perspective as well. Um, I don't know who you are. You know, there used to be a time and a place where we could, you know, a village could help raise a kid where, you, you know, your kid got their butt whipped by a neighbor or somebody in the neighborhood. 
it been all right because okay, more than likely that kid did something they shouldn't have post, you know, shouldn't have or wasn't okay. supposed to. Versus nowadays, where a lot of people's, um, you just you just don't know. You don't know what people nowadays. So like it's 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 one of those catch twenty two things. So I don't know what you think, Kiki. Though, what's your uh, perspective on that? <sighs> He should have went to the school and got a no contact contract. <laughs> um, y'all, I'm like fifty percent kidding, but hey, at the same time, it's like, yeah. Um, he he could have went a no contract. Excuse me, a no contact contract is basically when two kids or students don't get along, or it could be multiple students actually. And I don't know how other schools do them but i'm in florida so i'm just gonna focus on florida and um they had the kids sign y'all they have the kids sign the contract like oh i'm not gonna contact this person i'm not gonna and if they violate that contract it's consequences but um i do i don't have any children either i just work with a lot of kids and i have family members and friends who have children and um, he could have handled the situation better. Like I can understand your anger. He should have either went to the school, talked to the staff. He could have got the SRO, the school resource officer involved, or went to the police. If it was, I don't know, I don't know to the extent of the level of the bullying. Cause sometimes people be like, oh, it's bullying. And it might be something else. Or they use that to like deflect against a different situation, but he could have, or he could have went to the parents. It just, I feel like that should have been the last, last resort. And even then, he could have like handled it differently. Like, okay, let's see. Instead of, um, I mean, it was like, I ain't gonna lie, y'all. When I saw the video, I did get a couple, it got a couple chuckles out of me. I ain't gonna even cap. But, um, and I get him, man, and he want to protect this child. But one of the kids was crying, so I'm assuming it was, like, elementary level on the bus. I clearly heard somebody crying in the background. So I just don't think it was the right way to go about it about um, cussing the kids out. But I do, I, I did see later on that he um, did do an interview and he said he felt like he could have addressed the situation differently. Because at the same time, if the roles was reversed, I know he wouldn't want no grown man going there cussing, you know, his child out of being in the mix of that. So cut all the other kids out. Go directly to the source. At least, you know, that parent. And quick side note, um, a similar situation. I remember when I was a child, it was one girl. I ain't going to say her name. She was a bully. She had even bullied me a few times, but it was another girl who stayed in my apartment complex, and she used to pick on that girl all the time. Um, the girl I remember, my she was my both of them stayed out in the same apartment complex with me, but the girl she um had like some moles on her neck, and they were like you know they were big, and she used to always pick on the girl, and I guess she was holding it in, and one day. Her, her mama got it out of her like what is wrong what's going on do you do you know i remember us being at school and you know how you hang out in the courtyard before the bell rang we was at school in the courtyard her mama went up to her she went up to the girl who was bullying her and was like look my child don't bother nobody 
I'm not finna allow nobody to. She went up to her and was like, "Look, you could tell your mama. I talked to your mama, but I'm telling you right now, you better leave my child alone. She don't bother you. She don't bother nobody. You better leave her alone." And it was she was telling her stern, and it was all of us watching. Like I can't remember everything. She ain't cuss her out, but she was like stern, like you better not bother my child no more. And um, after that, she ain't bother her no more. Well, see that, but that's that's different. I mean, it's same, but different her because she went to the, her out. to the actual. Yeah, she, well, she didn't curse her out. Then she went to the actual source of the actual person who was doing it. This dad was like ready to fight all. I guess whoop all the kids on the bus. Yeah, but you are correct though. I didn't know anything. I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, you know, with your background of working in the school um, as a social worker, um, I didn't know there was such um, a thing like a no contact contract. The school, so that's mm-hmm. uh, valuable information for everybody to know. But like I said, my the thing I want to focus on mainly those the kids. So it's like once again, kids are going to do this. They're going to have that. It's they're going to give you a story, and you got to like pick out the truth. And as a child, I can never understand how an adult can pick out the truth. But now that I'm older and I have a niece and a nephew, and I look hear them say things, I'm like, okay, well, I, you can decipher the truth from what the story they tell you. But you got one child saying, I'm being bullied. But then the group of kids are saying, well, no, she started with us first. So I don't know who's doing the bullying to who. But And I'm so glad you had brought that up. But I want to ask you, do you think bullying, um, I mean, I, I have an obvious answer to this, but do you think bullying, as, even as a child, can affect somebody's mental health as growing um, as they get older? Yes, I definitely do. Um, I got bullied. I got bullied as a child. Mm-hmm. I say more so like elementary, yeah, not middle, mm. elementary. Um, yeah, by a couple of girls who were ratchet. One of them was really, <laughs> but um, I do definitely think that it affects your childhood, especially in and parents factor in, especially if you got a parent who. Either on you, like you better do this, or a parent who like, oh, turn the other cheek, yada yada yada, and then you just you can either grow up taking people dumping on you, or you could go the opposite way and you could be like aggressive. It just it just depends. But I def bullying does take a toll on a child, as we know with certain certain situations in the past. Some people got bullied, and hey, they end up coming back and shooting up the school. It wasn't no supports yeah. or limited supports. They probably weren't getting that support at home, and it probably was limited supports in school. But I guess if we're looking at the bright side, some people are like, oh, what bright side is? When situations happen, it creates um, either opportunities for more supports to be in the schools or for funds to magically become available for them to hire more social workers or counselors or whatever so that it supports so that students can have people to talk to and um and you know even policies you know now it's more anti-bullying policies or laws like kids can get suspended or expelled out of a school for bullying like before you know, bullying was like, oh, they just, oh, he just, he just teasing or, or she just playing or what now. It's like, no, no, I ain't going to speak for every, I'm going to speak for Florida. I'm going to speak for Florida. But now in Florida, at the majority, if the school is abiding by the policies and law, that is a no-no with bullying. So, um, 
yeah, it affect people's mental health as a child, adolescents, and as an adult. But I'll let you, I agree. Let you go I ahead agree. and take over. No, you good. Um, I agree. Bullying, it, it does affect someone, someone's mental health. Um, that's where I feel like, well, I don't, not feel like, you know, I, I'm not a professional, but I do read a lot. And I know in psychology, a lot of how you're going to be as an adult starts from a child. So a lot of the experience that you have as a child can affect you later on in life. So if you are, you know, a victim of bullying, you can have things like depression, anxiety, and you are constantly blitzed with it, you know, as you get older. That is something that can affect you as you get older. Um, I was actually bullied a lot too. There was a period in time where both my mom um, and my stepfather had both lost their jobs. And we, you know, my, my parents really had to struggle to like, they still provided for us, but they, you know, it, we had a rough patch for like, I want to say for a, like a good period. But, you know, we still had clothes and stuff to go to school. But obviously, since they wasn't working, we had to wear, like, clothes less than what normal kids would wear. Mm -hmm. Like, my mom would always find a way to make sure we at least had some Nikes or some Reeboks or something that was, like, fashionable. But I remember we went through a period where I was around here wearing shacks. So I had to, back then, used to get roasted for wearing, like, hey, you coming in with them shacks on. <laughs> you know, you thought it was, you thought stuff was going to be sweet. You laughing because you know I'm telling the truth. You thought something was on there. Anybody listen to this, you laughing. You know you thought something was going to be sweet. Yeah. Uh, at least they shacks. What's wrong with you shacks? You get roasted. Because you, you know, you got them. It was something you wore. There was nothing. Okay, now that we're in adults, there was nothing wrong with it. <laughs> but as a kid, you, it was shoes that you bought from Walmart. Our shoes that you actually they wouldn't even sell those at Walmart at that time. They were selling them at Kmart. Yeah. So that's how bad it was. I'm gonna keep it real with you. I ain't no Shaq had no shoes. But I will say, why wasn't why wasn't his shoes popular? Shaq was a, a dream team player. Why wasn't his shoes? You know what I'm but saying? Shaq, no, because his his shoes, the perception of it that his shoes were really, really cheap since they were you can oh, get them from Kmart. Okay, versus, okay, okay, okay. That's that's what it was. Like, okay. Oh, you ain't got no money. You're poor, so that gives okay. people like a chance to ride on you and gotcha. stuff like that. Gotcha. That's where my joking skills come from because that first like block of the semester when people throw some shacks, you know. So I had to like, okay, well, let me come up with something more drastic. So people who know me like, why your sense of humor is so brash? I'm like, because people was like, I used to. It used to be me versus like five people sometimes in the classroom. So I had to learn how to be quick mm -hmm. with it. With your mama, this and hey, it's quicker, you know, to get to your mama's room and stuff. Like I had to be like quick with it. So people learned to leave me alone and my shacks. They learned to leave me alone. Nah, he gonna say something twice as worse than what I'm saying about his shoes. Mm. But bullying does bully. But I, I'm just saying that's how I overcame it with comedy. That's how I overcame bullying with my uh, comedy skills or, you know, my somewhat comedy skills. But bullying, a lot of people can't do that. A lot of people just take it and they take it and they take it and take it for years. Then eventually snap. Um, yeah. Now, that's not an excuse either for people to be shooting up schools. Let me go point that out right now. But some people do snap. Are they either snap or they just take it and then it just manifests over until as a as an adult. And then that's, that, that you know, problem. change their relationships with people anger problems um they do finally get into like committed relationships they take out some of that frustration on their partner that's men and women. That's not exactly negative coping skills they eat a lot drink a lot get hooked on drugs and stuff like that so i do believe that uh bullying does affect someone's mental health and if you are bullying somebody um because there are people who as an adult will still try to bully people and think it's funny well i'm just joking with them 
it ain't a joke, bro. Leave people alone. If you know that person don't rock with you like that, or they don't find this funny, or they, you know, and there's a line. Like, I make a lot of jokes, but there's a line, and I never cross that line. Like, don't ever, don't ever try to hit below the belt and stuff like that, and don't mm-hmm. try to joke with somebody while you're angry, too. I want to point that out. Never try to, you know, joke with somebody when you're angry and mad. Like, I've never, people know me, y'all know I joke a lot, but I have never, ever cracked joke somebody while I was, like, super upset. Because I know how, like, ruthless my mouth can get when I want it to. But that's why I kind of, sometimes I keep very, very quiet in those situations. When I'm annoyed with you, I may say something funny. But that's just me trying to, like, desensitize the situation. But I would never, ever hop on anybody while I'm, like, upset, upset. But if you're a bully, stop bullying people. Um, if you know somebody that's bullying you, hit me up. I, you know, I got a, a $5, $10 fee. You know, I'll come handle it for you. I got a fee to come do it. <laughs> um, it and it goes up from the weight class. Now. So that's 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 leather weight. So if I go up to heavyweight, you at like 50. I just want y'all to know that it goes up depending on the weight class. But I fight all weight class. I fight all weight classes of, of bullies. And I don't like bullies, man. Don't be a bully. Like seriously. Like it's 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 be a decent person. There's enough crappy human beings on this planet. We need more decent human beings, so don't be a bully. You being a security guard out here. Hey, look. I pay you five, five, ten dollars. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I, 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 I ain't I'm trying gone. to get. I'm that's trying to afford lad. to go on some of these trips with you. <laughs> nah, that's my last. Oh, you so funny. Shut up. That's my last. <laughs> that's my last resort. But what I will do, I will pepper spray somebody. Here, let me bring pepper spray. I got pepper spray for you. You know what? <laughs> I joke about that a lot, but I ain't gonna lie. One time, now this this was a couple years ago, and I didn't know. I didn't know that, um, well, I wasn't even, I didn't care. Anyway, my sister was staying with me and these kids tried to jump her and she actually beat their behinds and they went to school with her. Back then, me and my sister, you carried pepper spray for real. I had gave us a pepper spray. I said, they tried to do that again. You pepper spray their asses. Pepper spray them. I don't yeah. give a damn. I was so damn pissed. So that's another reason why I understand when when somebody yours and that's my sister, but she yeah. was staying with me and I could not stand that. And I said, "Dang, I wish I was um, I, I wished I was a minor at that damn time. I wish I was in middle school with her, cause I would have been mm-hmm. fighting with her ass. That pissed me off. Like these siblings literally trying to like jump my damn sister, and I had gave her some pepper spray. I'm like, here, here goes some pepper spray." Now, I ain't gonna lie, the next day they had called me and was like, oh, you gotta, you know, take it home or whatever. And I took it home because she was worried. I ended up taking her home. But, um, they had pissed me off. Like, jumping, I don't like that shit. I can't stand that. No, I've never been a fan of that. Um, if you want to fight somebody, it's just square up one-on-one. Um, some of the neighborhoods I grew up in, in Jacksonville, you from the north side, you know. You know, some people will try to do that. Let's catch him after school. Like, nah, square up one on one. I mean, if you don't want to do that, then you don't want to fight for real. Just go and walk your business, talk, do whatever, curse them out. But don't, you know, if you gonna fight, do one on one. Um, I do believe in pepper, not well. I protecting yourself, but you can't give somebody pepper spray, Kiki, and go to the school, and that's how you get on America Most Wanted list because you done bought a, a weapon to school. You can't. Yeah, do that. you're right, and I but think you're right. It's a weapon. no, but. You should protect yourself. Like, you should always defend yourself. My grandparents, my mom, especially my auntie, rest in peace, my auntie Lilla. You say it all the time. My auntie, she was the Medea of our family. Let me just start off right there. But she used to always say, she was like, 
look, I ain't telling you to start no fight, but you better always end it. That's what she used to always say. Like, if anybody bullying you, picking on you, and they want to, like, mess with you, you know, end it. And my auntie, like, so anytime, and I, I wait to years, I tell my mom this. So there's been a couple of times I actually, I have been suspended from fighting in school. Mm-hmm. But my auntie was always like, did you win the fight? Yes, ma'am. Did you start the fight? No, ma'am. Like, I promise you, I was just defending myself. This person was doing this, 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 so I had to defend myself. Okay, I'm going to come pick you up. <laughs> she all. <laughs> Because my mom would drop us off to her house and then my auntie would take us to school. So she would take my brother and sister to school and then she would bring me back home. She would not say a word that I had got suspended. She was like, as long as you win the fight, I ain't going to say nothing. Mm. And as long as you didn't start it. But if I, you know, she was like, you bullied somebody and you started the fight and you got, you know, suspended and this, that, whatever. My auntie, she would tell. She would tell. But I would never start a fight. But I will always make sure I end it. And I'm not saying I won every fight, but everybody who fought me don't ever want to fight me again. Okay. That part I know. Okay. Now I'm 30 years old. I ain't delivered an ass whooping in a long time, but I'm, I'm pretty sure I can still muscle up one if I needed to. <laughs> Look at you now. I, I, you right about that uh, weapons, but I definitely believe in defending yourself. And um, with that being said, for real, for real, um, children and parents, you know, similar situations like that. Go back to the school. Um, you know, go to the school. Communicate with the teacher. Talk to the principal. If you gotta go talk to the SRO. At least in Florida, all the schools um have a public schools have a um school resource officer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I call Uncle Willie. Ah, look at you. That's that's, that's the name of my Uncle, services. Call, call Uncle Willie. I'm screaming. C U W. Call Uncle Willie. Um, I got you back. <laughs> you can um also. And, you know, even if you want to go to the look back in, like the mental health counseling aspect, um, you can go to your supports at your schools. Um, people tend to think, yes. oh, social workers, DCF, but that's actually not the case. We are um, educators, counselors, therapists. So you can go to your school social worker. You can go to the mental health designee or the safety coordinator or the school counselor, a.k.a. guidance counselor um to talk to them where your you know your student can your child can talk to them for like light counseling and if they need even deeper counseling someone to talk to we could put a referral in look for you know counseling agencies in your community so um i just wanted to put that out there just to know that it's the way our schools are now um at least in florida it's like resources out there and even supports in your schools. Right. So, yeah. So, uh, when it comes to this situation, I will defer to you in that me and once again, you and my brother, Michael, shout out to him because he is a school teacher down in Orlando. Um, but you guys are in the school system, so you would know all the resources. Um, so, if you do have somebody bullying, with all jokes aside, as Kiki stated, please reach out to your resources. Please, please reach out to the people um once again this isn't you know this isn't uh if your child is getting bullied and they snap that is not a reflection of your parenting that is just a reflection of that child being a human going through a situation and reacting in that situation so please reach out to the resources that kiki stated and also you know don't be afraid to put them in therapy even as a kid i cannot as a person who went to therapy at 29 years old I cannot tell you how badly I wish I went to therapy as a child. It is a huge, huge benefit. Do not feel like it's 
you know, once again, just don't feel like it's a reflection on you as a parent or even as a person. If you're in a full blown adult and you went through bullying, are you still going through bullying? You may have experienced bullying on your job. You know, go through the proper resources on your job. HR, I don't feel comfortable with this person. I don't, this person is creating a toxic work environment. And then also go out to therapy. We want you to handle situations in a, a healthy way. That's the, that's the reason that we created this platform. So please stay safe. Um, you know, protect yourself at all times when you need to. Use all the proper resources that you need and go get the help that you need if you've been through the situation. Right. 100%. Look at us sounding all professional. Uh, I'm proud of us. Right. High five. Boom. Boop. All, all right, right, Kiki. I think we should wrap it up for this episode. We will catch y'all on the next one. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye, y'all.